Did you enjoy the darts? It was on the, the uh, in the years. Not really. I no? think I'd be more behind Luke Littler if he didn't look like he was forty-three. Okay, I quite enjoyed it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Bang Bang podcast. You uh, started that just episode, randomly uh, out of the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a few drinks. To do my fucking announcements. Do you want to do a name? And no. You fucking totally ruined it. I don't think in the last episode shit. we didn't thank Louis and Beth really enough to be in the last episode for letting us record at Sydney and Eden. Um, they, they don't listen. Well... No, I know. I spoke to Louis when I did my... He own. doesn't listen. I, I, I did my steak run. Yeah. And the, I said I'll always give you a shout out every week. You go, oh, I thought you recorded this on CCTV, don't you? No, he doesn't fucking... He doesn't listen. He's no. got better things to do with the life. Wow, that's a shame. I like Louis, it's good. Beth's really good. Um, yeah. But they don't listen. I never met them, but they seem like lovely people. They are. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking of the staff at Sydney and Eden for let us record. They're all it's, good. They're all good, I'm, yeah. I've never had a bad night at Sydney and Eden. No, not me. Um, no. They're not sponsoring us, but they let us down here, so that's a sort of as good as sponsoring us, really. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, Although some free beer would go amiss, even though you're not listening. I don't know why I'm fucking shouting at the iPad for what beer comes from uh, Vietnam? Singer, I know Singer comes from Thailand. Is there anyone from Singer listening? And Chang. Chang was a Thai beer, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hello, we're Bang Man Podcast. This is episode... I've given up doing the episode numbers now because I'm too drunk when it comes to actually uh, to remember them. But my name's Andy, this is Steve. We're from Bristol. Hello. We're both registered nurses. Yeah, well, you were years now. I might, actually, by the time this comes out, I might have been struck off. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Uh, and we're here to talk about wrestling, unfortunately, because it's, it's a pretty fucking ropey business. But hey, there we go. Last week, we spoke about 2004's... 2004? 2024's Royal Rumble match. And... Um, I did ask you guys for your uh, your thoughts about the Rumble match, but I didn't read them out because I'd, I'd had a few by that point, and we're still on the same night, so I've still had a few now. But I'm going to read out now uh, the uh, people's responses okay. to my uh, question. Uh, we'll start off, people have been in touch. Um, Dan Griffin said uh, he thought the women's Rumble was the best of the two. Uh, men's was all right. Cody can get fucked. Logan Paul can get fucked. Yeah. Uh, whoever beat us in the quiz can get fucked. We came second in the quiz. Well done, you. Uh, best part of the evening was accompanying the fact that you didn't pass out. So, the fucking, he's a great guy, Dan. Uh, Mark, Project Football Mark. Uh, brilliant night. Um, Pig's Bladder missed our truth coming out in the women's room because he was in the toilet. Don't know what he was doing in there, but... The food before him was very nice in uh, Syria. probably wanking over our truth. Possibly, yeah. Um, which was... Uh, which was an irony. Morton Jr. said... Uh, Jordan Grace was great. Yeah. Um, bigger than the Mickey James one because, obviously, she had a previous relationship and they actually acknowledged the feud with Naomi. So, yeah, that was good. I think yeah. we said that. Yeah, we did. Um, what else have we got? Scottish Danny. Men's Rumble, there are far too many mid-carders in yeah, the Men's Rumble. To- totally agree, that's Danny fucking good. Danny fucking knows his stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, lack of legend, surprising, was staggering. There actually weren't any. No. At all, were there? There weren't. Uh, in the Men's match, there were no surprises. I, I thought it was Andrade. Yeah. Class that a surprise? Yeah, I guess. I suppose, yeah. 
Um, completely predictable and, by, and re- repetitive ending. It felt bang average, but the women's rumble was very good. Pig's Bladders, an amazing night. Andy fell asleep in the toilet during the Fatal 4-Way idea, yeah. I'm sure I got lost on the way to the station. Cy got molested by Dan. Morty represented the hairy housewife, was very classy, and I heard somebody shit on the floor. Uh, and there was a fancy dress as well at the venue. Uh, and there was somebody dressed up very roughly. <coughs> um, Sarah, Sarah Golden, she loved it. Great. She was in the, she was her birthday, she was there. But she, she was gonna come and say hello, but she didn't. So it was a great night. Should have said hello. Mill Chris. Uh, Dan, well yeah, Dan tried to, basically he was touching up a guy in the toilet so we thought was Cy. It wasn't Cy, it was someone else. So, uh, Ash Preston was there, thought that uh, Burnley Chris, which called Burglar Chris. Uh, and uh, Morty had a very long journey between hotels. He was, he was there for business anyway. Right, okay. During the week, and he was in the hotel and had to move to a different hotel for the Saturday. Yeah. Ash Preston came along. He had a gig, a uh, stand-up gig in Birmingham on the Sunday Do you night. know what? Yeah. I've never heard of him. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. Uh, he's good, though. Patch from Free Peeps. He wasn't there. He said Patch the... Patch Warner. Patch Warner, yeah? Yeah. Okay, his full name. Patrick Warner. <laughs> um... The 30-man Royal Rumble left him a little deflated. Yeah, did me as well. Pat McAfee's spot was an absolute waste of time. Uh, and Patch, is, he loves his legends, Patch. Disappointed, low legends. Um, They're all tied to different contracts, aren't yeah. they? It's probably hard to get somebody. He was expecting maybe an X-Pac or a Ken Shamrock. X-Pac ruled himself out because there were rumours. Yeah. He just went, with about six months notice I, yeah. I could do all my spots once yeah but not at the moment no so he ruled himself out um Scott Hall was unavailable yeah Scott Hall yeah yeah, yeah he couldn't make um, it yeah and so was Rowdy Roddy Piper yeah he was un, and Altman Warrior was slated but again yeah wasn't available didn't make it um he said a C plus for the rumble in general yeah I wouldn't disagree with him it was disappointing yeah. it was too like I said last week the whole both of the Royal Rumbles seemed flabby mm. uninteresting I thought the women's match was good yeah Man, it was the better one of the two yeah. Yeah. but out of all those there were there were way too many again it was very mid-card heavy I get this Maybe it's maybe we'll look back on this year's Royal Rumble as a transitory period. Like, can you remember that Royal Rumble in twenty twenty four? Yeah, it had all these people on that have since gone on to be fucking massive. Maybe they're, they're it's one of those ones that that we'll look back on. Yeah, more kindly than we're doing now. Possibly. I don't like like with Cody coming at thirty last year. Yeah. Now we all kind of expected Cody to win. Yeah. And when he comes in at 30, it's like, it's fucking, it's quite lazy, isn't it? No, like, like you say. If you're the favourite, comes in at 30, and then he wins, then yeah, that's... But that's the number that most people win from, isn't it? That's when Punk come in, Punk come in at... That and 27. 27, yeah. He came in at 27. Yeah. So it was, 
sort of funny. We didn't. If you if you really yeah have a look at what's going on, they sort of almost telegraphed yeah, that that's... last two almost, isn't it? With the benefit of hindsight, and as we all know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, they sort of they sort of telegraphed it. But they were the two favourites going in. Yeah. But then oh, I don't know. Just there's a bit of like like the whole Roman Reigns thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm I'm good for as well. Good for as been champion for what? Fuck knows how long now. Now. I don't mind you got long reigns going on. That's fine. But there is, I think, there's a tendency to get a bit of laziness. Fucking Rollins has been champion now for yeah, a long time, almost a year. Gunther's been champion for over a year. Reigns has been champion for like fucking four years. That's fine. But it does, I think, that does lead to a bit of laziness as well. That booking because yeah. it's very much easier just to book that. The, Finish that Reigns match, yeah. Or Reigns retains, yeah. Like, there is a bit of like, oh, this is great long-term storyline and it's good to have these dominant champions. Then actually, it's a bit fucking lazy as well. Yeah, yeah. It takes more effort to book somebody solidly well to win a title and to book a situation where he wins a title. It's far easier, it's like, this guy's brilliant, he's the best, just keep going. But also, it's 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 difficult to book coherent. The last time they did it was him and Sammy and yeah. all that sort of stuff. But there there was a cast of supporting players. Yeah. One on one, it's difficult. Yeah. It's more difficult these days with people's attention spans, the frequency of fucking. Well, not with Reigns because Reigns only wrestles four times a year. Whatever, yeah, but so. with the frequency of. Um, pay-per-views yeah it, it, it's quite hard to get anything long-term going back in the day when there was four pay-per-views yeah you could you could have built up that on tv yeah maybe got two pay-per-views out of it we got one more northern tom it was the first pay-per-view he got up for it. actually he got up i he want me to ring him he said ring me at the beginning of the men's rumble match which i did I, I thought I was on the phone to him I left him a big long message but he didn't yeah. actually pick up um, he was awake anyway the first pay-per-view I've actually gone up for in years uh, he called the end of the ladies room which he enjoyed he enjoyed the Fettel 4-way match uh, but the ending was bland and boring done so many times he doesn't like Solo code. Logan Paul Kevin Owens match was great he said genuinely thought Owens was going to win as for the rumble it was solid enough I was disappointed not to see Punk win but as a Cody fan, I was equally happy the same way. All in all, a B-plus pay-per-view. And he said the match tonight was a fatal four-way. But he does come from the north, and he drinks a lot of carlin, so... But hey, thank you to uh, Black Lakes and to Black Lace for uh, their continued efforts on our behalf. Thank you to Sean at Pigs and Bladders for our artwork. This yeah. sounds like, this sounds like I've recorded this and cut it in. I haven't. Uh, this is an advertisement for. Uh, no, no, no. Um, thank you to. Uh, anyone else? Anyone you want to thank? No, I really like any kind, don't I? No, no. Go and follow Steve on Twitter. Please do. Uh, go and check out uh, Bang Bang, the music, the Spotify playlist. We added um, Sylvester, You and Me Feel Mighty Real. 
Oh, bollocks, you're going to fucking perform first. I bet you've got a fucking top 40 first this week, haven't you? I have, yeah, spoiler. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this week we're going back to 1998 to look at the Royal Rumble, because we are topical of anything, and now we're into February. We're still talking about Royal Rumble, but uh, we're doing Royal Rumble 1998. Now, the top 10 in 1998 probably wasn't that great. I didn't even look, to be honest. So I went back to the uh, top 10 on the date that Terry Funk made his wrestling debut. 1878. Which so was 1965. There's a, there's a lot of Johann Sebastian Bach. There's quite a bit Not of the guy um, from, uh, Mahler and yeah. Sibelius and um, Moskorsky. And Ken Dodd. Yeah, with, uh, with from from his fresh from his mining of the nutty slack from the uh, from the Diddy Men's mines um, in Notty Ash. So we've uh, we've got a top ten from the 9th of December, 1965. Now I wasn't born then. You weren't born in 1965, were you? I was born in 1965, just in September. Oh, I thought you were born in 66. No. Oh, fuck. I wasn't born then. No, from from. Right, let's see how many songs January you like. 65. Okay, so this isn't the top 40, so I've just picked a few out, okay? Okay. Number 39, Turquoise by Donovan. No. No. 38, Baby I'm Yours by Peter and Gordon. No. They're from Bristol. Are they? Peter and Gordon? Yep. Are they? They're like a Beatles ripoff, aren't they? Or they, 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 they did some Lennon McCartney songs. Yeah, yeah. You weren't a ripoff of the Beatles? No, one of them was from Sackley. Uh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Which one? Gordon. And? Because <laughs> Peter Ash and... There's three of them. Peter Ash was Jane Ash's um, brother, wasn't it? So I don't know. So he went out with Paul McCartney. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she did, not she? Is that how they got the link between... See if we're going to find out more about music. Yeah. Talk to me. Uh, 36, My Girl, Otis Redding. Not that version. No? Uh... Evil Hearted slash your Still I'm Sad by the Yardbirds. Now I thought I recognised this. <laughs> I did. But the Pixies uh, covered uh, Evil Hearted in Spanish. See. Si. See, si, yeah. But, but at that point in 65, they, yeah. were, they were good fucking psychedelic. Yardbirds um, was. Psychedelic blues. They had a, a run of the greatest guitarists in the world. Yeah. Playing from. Clapton. Clapton, yeah, got replaced by Jeff Beck, yeah, got replaced by Jimmy Page, yeah. So the Yardbirds had the three greatest guitarists, other than um, Bones from yeah. Discharge. Yeah. Speaking of great guitarists, uh, Thirty Two is uh, Warlord by the Shadows. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Thirty. Keep on running, especially this band. That's okay. That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's okay. It's funny, I, I, I recognise a lot of these songs from when I was a kid. But... They so, were still doing the ranks, weren't they? But still... that was in the 80s. So these were only 20 years ago. Still... When I was a kid, these were songs like from 2004 today. Yeah, it just yeah. seems fucking mental to me that it was only that sort of time period. But these songs, I kind of grew up on a lot of these songs. Um... Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds, 27. Excellent song. Yeah. What film was that? It was in a war film, wasn't it? Um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, was it? I okay. don't 
Is it Forrest Gump? Is that a war film? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you sort of... Carrying up the... <laughs> Carrying up the Kyber? That was a war film, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. in that. Uh, till the end of the day, 26 by the kicks. Yeah, good. Um, here it comes again with Fortunes. Uh, no. No? Uh, how Can You Tell by Sandy Shaw? Sandy Shaw? Hand in glove? Did she do hand in glove? She did this first. She yeah, did but yeah. that's not hand in glove, but it's missing no. it. So. This is a good one. 19, Yesterday Man, Chris Andrews. No. No? No. I'm here, yes. I know exactly <laughs> what it is. Just fucking. 16's good. Pat. Pop. We did Frankie Valley uh, last week. Okay. Uh, well, you're going to disappoint me with this week. Let's hang on. Four Don't seasons. Like it. No. Don't like it, no. <sighs> It's My Life by the Animals at 14. Sure. Um, my Ship is Coming In by the Walker Brothers. Do you fan the Walker Brothers? I am a fan more of Scott Walker. Yeah. Um, Roy, not so much. Not so much. No, Roy. Des. And Des had their own Walker Brothers. Uh, <laughs> weren't as good as the original Walker Brothers, no, to be honest. No. Um, Braden. <laughs> I like Scott yeah. Walker and I like his Jack. Jack Brell stuff. Yeah. Um, Walker Brothers were okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. but um, yeah, more of a fan of Scott Walker than I am of the Walker Brothers, but the okay. Walker Brothers did some great stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, 12 Maria from West Side Story by PJ Proby. Who was also a rapist. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His trousers used to explode, didn't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, that was his gimmick though on stage, wasn't it? Yeah. Not when he was a uh, rapist. Um, number 11, Positively 4th Street, Bob Dylan. Never been a Bob Dylan fan. No. I, I, his songs covered by other people. Yeah, 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 really that's probably right. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I prefer that, but. Couldn't sing to save his fucking life. Like you're like a fucking right. folk, folk pub singer. Mm. Man was a cunt. Well, Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, number ten, Princess and Rags by Gene Pitney. Are we the top ten there? Nah. Not been to Gene Pitney fan? Not really. 24 hours in Tulsa? Irritating fucking midget. What do you, was he small, Gene Pitney? A bit like you. Was he small? He looked like Eric Bischoff, didn't he? In, <laughs> but when he was on top of the pot with Mark Holman, he had grey hair like, uh, he looked very much like... Uh, you. Eric Bischoff. Um, number nine, Get Off My Cloud by The Stones. I've never been a really big Stones fan. If I was oh. going to like anything from The Stones, it would have been around this sort mm. of era. Okay. A bit psychedelic. The, 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 when they turned into like sort of Exile on Main Street and yeah. um, things like, like that. that. Just, just boring fucking. Did you ever play with the Rolling Clones? No. Um, no. But the Rolling Clones did have yeah. two members of Crazy Bones in them at some point. Yeah. Um, Mickey Owen, former Vibrator. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. That was um, <laughs> played played yeah. Ron Wood. Okay. England, yeah. And um, Chris, who's yeah. also the bass player in Zuma, yeah. um, played bass for him for a while. Okay. So yes, two of the Rolling Clones had two two ex-members of bands I played in. I fucking loved them when I saw them live a couple of times. Because the lead singer was called Mick Jogger. 
You probably saw it with either Chris or probably, yeah. or, or Mickey in yeah, there. Fucking brilliant. Cause Mickey I, was a great guitar player, yeah. miserable cunt. Yeah. Um, he used to be a Sears tour manager when okay. we used to have for a bit. Um, he used to have his drape pipe jeans, Cuban heels, yeah. um, tour managers, John Watson coat. Yeah. Um, and we used to wake him up all hours of the night and day just so we could get him to answer his um, hotel room yeah. in his pants. Yeah. Never managed it. We ran to the door in his fucking trousers and Cuban heels the whole fucking time. I think we great. reckon he just used to lie on top of the bed and never change his clothes the entire time. Yeah. Stinky bastard. Um, last one of the cut signs at the fleece. They were. I doubt it's probably early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. We'd be about um, that. I was massive into the Stones then, so. I'm not, um, I'm not a massive fan of the Stones, to be honest. If I am singles around that point, it's very rare we get two songs by the same artist in the top ten. Unless it was last week's top ten, when it was all uh, well, Greece, mostly wasn't it? Greece. Yeah. This is by the same artist, though. This is uh, number eight is uh, Tears by Ken Dodd. Yeah. And number seven is The River by Ken Dodd. Oh. So it's big week for Ken Dodd. So like. He didn't have. He didn't get the three in with happiness. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, number six, one, two, three by Len Berry. Don't mind that. Actually. Yeah, Len Berry's good name for a singer, isn't it? And a bus driver as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah. Uh, five. A lover's concerto by the Toys. By the Toys. No. No. Don't know. No. Um. Number four, a favourite of the pod, Wind Me Up by Cliff Richard. No. no. Uh, number three, My Generation by The Who. 965, that kind of Classic. Right. Classic. Thank you, mate. Um, number two, probably, I, I'm not a big Beatles fan, but one of the few Beatles, fan, Beatles songs I like um, isn't Day Tripper, but the other side of Day Tripper was whatever sort of day trip it was uh, we can work it out yeah I was just about to say I've, I've fucking had a few beers now I can't remember no 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 yeah yeah I like we can work it out um, um, from about that sort of time 64 rubber soul onwards really they yeah. started they really it, the rubber soul was a good LP the ones before that the first couple were just like pop they really sort of started to find their yeah, there's songwriting metal around Rubber Soul. There's yeah. quite a few Norwegian words and Andrew. Uh, there's quite a lot of decent stuff on on there. Um, but the the, so the the album that changed everything, and it was a massive step forward generally in in music, was fucking Revolver. Yeah, '65. So the, the, that those singles basically precursor the next thing after that was fucking revolver and that was like a quantum leap yeah some of the stuff just just incredible uh, the, that was the, the i think that was about the best they did yeah because after that it was like vaudeville with sergeant peppers it was a, a little bit too yeah uh, paul mccartney heavy but Revolver was just an incredible fucking, all three of the main songwriters, everybody were Ringo basically, had 
incredible fucking tracks on that album. It was just, for me, if you're going to look at a whole album mm. and, and the effect it had on things, that's probably the most important album ever okay. by anyone. Well, it is. I mean, some of the stuff there, like, again, uh, My Generation Number 3, it's fucking 60 years ago almost. Almost. 65. I'll be 59 this year. But it sounds that kind of today. Yeah. And the yard yes, as well. The phrasing was done to mimic people on speed. Yeah. That yard song, I listened to it, I said, I recognise this. And then I heard the Pixies cover of it. And I'm like, this sounds like a lot of Pixies songs, actually. Yeah, see where they got a lot. Of their yeah, obviously massively influenced by the Um But it's good to go. I mean, that's probably the the furthest back we've gone for a top ten. Um, but the one I had for we were going to do um, two thousand seven last uh, next week. I think I I can't remember what top ten I did for that, but it was that was really good as well. But it's an older one. But these uh, there's people that enjoy these top tens more than actual wrestling you realise that don't you um, and number one I didn't say what number one did I no you didn't uh, the carnival is over by the seekers awful yeah that's why I didn't mention it so um, a good uh, a good top ten a good well top 40 really yeah yeah not bad I enjoy a bit of yesterday's man by Chris Andrews but fucking um <clears throat> So back to 1998 then for today's pay-per-view. Indeed. So we're almost at the the, the fucking jumping off point of the attitude here. Now, the previous pay-per-view before this was Degenerate Shenex in your house, covered by myself and Uncle Dan in episode 63 back in 2021. Mm So if you want to go back and see what kind of happened leading up to this pay-per-view, go back and check out that. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the boys and girls at home. Yeah, go and check that out. Um, The main event of that that pay-per-view was Shawn Michaels versus Ken Shamrock, and then you had Austin versus The Rock for the IC title, New Age Outlaws versus LOD for the tag titles, and Sergeant Stortwell versus Triple H in a bootcamp match, which went on for about 25 minutes. Wasn't great, to be honest. but going into the Rumble, the main storylines are everyone's kind of gunning for Austin. Apart from Owen Hart, who's stopped gunning for Austin, but is now gunning for DX. Uh, and just before the pay-per-view, DX had been kind of promoting that Kane was going to join DX, but he returned and helped The Undertaker. So they're, they're good pals at this point. Um, so that's kind of where we are before we start the pay-per-view. But we're off to San Jose in Texas, January the 18th of 1998. Uh, JR and King on commentary. And Mike Tyson's up in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Up in the skybox. Um, famously described um, Stone Cold Steve Austin as Cold Stone. That's a Cold Stone, yeah. <laughs> Big fan of the Cold Stone. Uh, He's an up-and-coming young hungry tiger. Yeah. Apart from the fact that fucking at the time, well, and still now, yeah, probably still older. Old was older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, first match, well, first artist out is the the artist formerly known as Goldust. Yeah, Taff Cap. Uh, 
and they they, they describe him as the inte- the attention starved second generation superstar. So uh, after the tasteful angle with Brian Pillman, which got cut short when Brian Pillman fucking died. The, the selfish cunt. Yeah. The, in in storyline, he left his wife. He might actually might have left in real life at this point as well. He left his wife Marlena and started hanging out with Luna and dressing up as wrestler slash women slash babies. Ball gaggy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think this is big Russo. Yeah. Time would surprise me. Uh, and he's wrestling Vader, who at this point is fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, just um, on the verge of giving up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't care anymore. He's getting uh, a decent wage packet. But I mean, Vader's over the face in this match. I mean, it's generally over Vader. Yeah, yeah. All the time, even when he's been fucking done down to this level. Um, but this was a, a decent match. I mean, it's probably one of the last good matches Golders had for a while. Because after this, he kind of got into more shit gimmicks and then the like, wilderness years and then left and then getting bigger and seven and yeah yeah and, um, and yeah I mean it's, it's a match and Vader wins a good finish he's got he gets goes up for the Vader bomb and Luna jumps on his back and does the Vader bomb with Luna yeah, on yeah, him yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh, quite a good uh, it's quite a cool move yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, she was game for fucking oh yeah yeah, she? yeah. fucking hard as nails yeah she? um and, and less likely to fucking be molested by um, I mean imagine what she fucking probably it does when you when you we spoke out about the last episode about the Vince stuff like imagine what some of these women probably had to fucking go through back in the it's, yeah there we go right but yeah but I mean Vader after this so my memories of the last episode for you sticking up for Vince McMahon <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah I laid all those bits out yeah you you, you yeah the most interesting thing you did was fucking call on Tegan not being a lesbian rather than for Vince McMahon shitting on people's heads I thought I was really poor no I th- I'm not going to get back into that debate again <laughs> I said that Kane wouldn't be <laughs> proud of it. He, Tegan Knox. The fact I've got him fucking Because he's a massive cunt. And, and no, 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 no. excuses. That was, that was... Job done for me. I'm, I'm done. I'm done now, people. We can go on <laughs> with stuff because I've, I've, I've forced Andy into some massive backtracking. That was why I brought that up yeah, in the basically. last show. Beautiful. No, my job's done here. I can, I can go to sleep now. I wouldn't imagine Kane is a big fan of Tegan Knox. He is. He loves lesbians. Yeah, I'm sure he does, yeah. Um, uh, he's probably got a couple of subscriptions to, to their point. Oh, I'm sure he has, yeah. Um, after this, Vader would go on to feud with Kane uh, and then left in late 98. And then Goldust, not long after this, would go back to Dustin Rhodes and did like a God fearing angle, saying, like, he is coming back, he is coming back. And then the he turned out to be Goldust again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. That was definitely <sighs> fucking Russo. Yeah. Um, Austin turns up in his truck and talks to the... I put... Talk, I did these notes about a month ago, so... Yeah, yeah. Austin arrives in his truck and talks to the mouse from Flushed Away, which I'm assuming is Michael Cole. <laughs> Back when he was a kid, uh, making his debut. Okay. Uh, 
who also gets sh- shouted at by some angry pig farmers I imagine that was the goblins, goblins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sunny comes at them uh, and she's a special guest referee for what are we going to get now we're going to get Battalion and El Tar- El Tarantula and El Torito not that one against Max Mini Nova and Mosaic um, this, this match was notable mostly for the fact that in a spot where they were running the ropes Sonny failed to leapfrog a dwarf yeah um, I think and they, that's pretty much the only thing that happened in this match was any good the music they played obviously it was copyrighted they got some dubbed music which sounds like I put sounds like something Wish You Were Here uh, played over the top of it King used up all of his short jokes within 10 minutes. Yeah, of course, because that was his fun. I like Vitalian. Vitalian's fucking cool. I posted a picture of him. He's the guy doing the, uh, the thumbs up in the combat. Yeah. <laughs> the combat, yeah. Um, also a few jokes about Sonny controlling the men in her life. Uh, Mike Tyson's up in the crowd. He's a, big, a lifelong WWF fan, and he's enjoying the small wrestlers. El Torito kicks Max Mini in the head and punches them in the face. Sonny helps out Max. Max Mini wins. Max, they're, they're giving Max, Max Mini a push, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Sonny looks like she had a nice time and gives Max a big cuddle. So, I say lucky Max, but probably not. Um, the Nation are backstage looking for uh, Cold Stone. Um, and Vince and Shane are up in the skybox with Mike Tyson. Uh, so the next match was the Intercontinental title match, which was Ken Shamrock and The Rock so Shamrock could be feeding the nation after his match with uh, so yeah the last pay-per-view was Shamrock and Shawn Michaels after that he went back to feeding with the nation and had gone through everybody yeah and then had a tag team match with the uh, young strongman from the Olympics uh, Mark Henry Mark Henry yeah he was also feeding what with the uh, nation and he turned on Shamrock and joined the nation so uh, the Rock is backstage with Michael Cole and uh, there's a few Bill Clinton knob jokes which is very much uh, 1998 I think yeah yeah um, it's the, sec- the Rock's second reign after obviously his first reign was when he first came in wasn't it yeah yeah when he was Rocky Maivia yeah yeah uh, first reign as The Rock and he got this after Austin basically forfeited the title rather than defended it Chucked it, in the, chucked yeah. it in the river, didn't he? So, fucking Shamrock. It's, it's weird. Shamrock was only in WWE for like two years, three years, but in my head he was like, he's massively over. And he had matches like with fucking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, and all these incredible matches. Um, and he'd only been in, well, he'd been in less than a year at this point. He made his debut at he was special ref in that WrestleMania yeah, yeah. match in 97 that, fucking, that sort of slam that he did on fucking yeah right in the match yeah, yeah. fucking great spot uh, he's massively over he's only in WWF for two years against Shamrock yeah yeah um, and this was in this people talk about a like golden period of the IC title this one you had right about this year you had and, and going forward you had Rock you had Austin you had Shamrock Triple H Owen was wrestling the IC title so you had a real good like yeah yeah it was, it was, they, it was they, legitimately really, there's some really good fucking wrestlers at that point but he didn't so obviously Rock Austin made the jump up to yeah yeah whereas he didn't even Triple H Triple H made the jump up 
Shamrock a couple of years, couple of years later, didn't they? Yeah, no. Shamrock didn't. Um, JR on commentary is pushing the fact this is young athletes in their prime, not old cunts like WCW. Uh, we end up getting uh, Karma and D'Lo coming down with a distraction. I mean, similar to the similar in a way to the Owens match from last week. Uh, the Rock gets some brass knuckles, hides them in Shamrock's tights. He hits, so he hits Shamrock with the brass knuckles, but then puts the brass knuckles in Shamrock's tights, goes for the pin, doesn't get the pin. Shamrock incredibly gets a belly to belly and that kills The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he pins The Rock to get the win, but then Rock says, oh look, he's got, a, got something in his pants. Yeah. And the ref pulls him out. Really poor. The fuck it, so The Rock punched him in the face with brass knuckles and he kicked out. And then Shamrock did the belly to belly and The Rock's dead, basically. Um, yeah. It's as if it's not real. <laughs> yeah. The Rock wins by DQ and then Shamrock snaps and beats the ref up, which was his gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyson and Shane are having fun up in the uh, up in the skybox. There's a blimp and we see Cactus is going to be in a rumble. Now the Bariquas are backstage looking for a Austin and they find a bold person and beat them up, but it's not Austin. So. Probably Gilbert. Possibly, yeah. Or one of the uh, disciples of Apocalypse, but... Um, but fucking, they, there's no way that they beat up one of the fucking Harris brothers. No, 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 I mean, they, they, they turn up later, so... Right. I know, I thought the brief was a fan Austin, but it's a bold Nazi biker instead, so much but it was one of the, uh, yeah, yeah. it was one of the Harris brothers. Um, Real life that was about. Legion of Doom versus the Nation. That, that, it might shock people for me to say I'm not a big Legion of Doom fan. No, you're you're a massive fucking. I'm a committed demolition man. Demolition man, yeah. But we covered this. The same match was at the last pay-per-view. They just didn't have any. I mean, at this point though, Legion of Doom didn't have any. Hawk was Hawk was fucked anyway. At this point. At this point, Nation, the, the the New Age Outlaws were Billy Gunn and Road Dogg was a joke character, basically. He didn't wrestle, did he? That was the whole thing, because you had Billy Gunn and you had this fucking sidekick. He wasn't really a wrestler, he was just, uh, he just would come in and cheat. They were, they were fucked by 1992. What, Legion of Doom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, so yeah. Six years later, and they fucking... Yeah. Uh, we get the... Um, they just show about the... Well, I, I go back to like I was 18 at this point yeah. and that's one of the first things I remember getting back into wrestling was that um, the, the match on Raw where they yeah. fucking chloroformed Hawk and shaved his half of his hair off and did all that I just fucking hate the uh, New Age Outlaws but I think that was what, that was what it's working wasn't it yeah, it's yeah. working yeah I do remember that. Um, yeah. I always, yeah, I assume they used to get their revenge on them, but they never actually, no. actually did, did they? No. No. Uh, they never had good matches. Um, big shouty promo for the match. Yeah. Animal's got a bad back. Hawk is well. legitimately injured. So they get away, they get around that in the match with Hawk gets handcuffed to the fucking ring post. So he can't come in. It's the old British Bulldog thing where... You've got yeah, guys yeah. outside, he has to be carried to the ring, and uh, 
Yeah. Uh, the hill sheet and Hawk does a bit, breaks handcuffs. Um, but Animal hits up, there's a power slam in this. Just about hits the power slam, and like killing Billy Gunn. Uh, a bit of DQ, of course. Uh, nothing really happens at all. No. Um, and then, yeah, the feud is that's it, basically. Legion of Doom are done until they come back as the LED 2000 with uh, Sonny. Oh, well, well. Um, they're giving the truck away now. They're giving us this monster truck, monster truck away. And there was, there was a lady called Mildred Bowers from uh, Nashville, <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. She won the monster truck. I'd imagine Mildred Bowers is dead now. Or made up in the first place. Possibly, yeah. It's like an anagram of uh, fucking Bruce Pritchard or something like that, yeah. Um, but the storyline going in is Austin's a marked man. Because he's gone around beating everybody up, honey, in the, in the build-up to it. Taking out everybody. So they're all looking for Austin. Um... Tyson, yeah, this is when Tyson gets booed and he's a big fan of uh, the Cold Stone. Oh, he is? A big Cold Stone fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fink does the intro and the first man out is Cactus Jack. He is. This is the year of the three entries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he wrestled earlier on the... Well, in 97 he wrestled. He had a, the, the feud with Triple H and came out as Cactus. But this was his first kind of... One of his first big shows as Cactus in WWE. Yeah, yeah. And in Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah, and managed to uh, eliminate. After, after, after well, Tom Brand is out. Tom Brand is out next. Yeah, a few people coming out. Tom Brandy, um was he Salvatore since? He was. Yeah, 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 yeah. If this, if the, if last, if this year's Rumble was slightly mid carder heavy. This rumbles. This rumbles seventy five percent mid carders. Uh, Tom Riley gets taken out straight away. Foley looked at this time, fucking. I just say this is the best condition Foley was ever in, physically. Okay. He looked the business as as much as Foley would do. Uh, and a rock comes out in number four. Yeah. Obviously now we're in a period where they didn't have enough wrestlers to just do single matches and then a rumble so everyone that was in single matches earlier is going to fucking wrestle as well uh, lots of chair shots some similar chair shots fucking immense yeah. looking back now doesn't doesn't age well for, for no. that sort of what we know about stuff now, not at all it? no Rock ends up with a trash can on his head and gets pummeled with the chairs uh, number five is Mosh Mosh from the Rashes. And Chinto Trolley chucks a chair at his head. Uh, number six is pig fucker Phineas. Oh, Phineas, I got with. Yeah, uh, Terry Funk is beaten at the rock, which seems weird. <laughs> Just saying that now, it seems weird. Like juxtaposition, yeah, yeah. it was Terry Funk attacking the rock. Uh, number seven is uh, a bold Nazi biker. Eight ball. Uh, Cactus ends up limiting himself pretty much. Yeah. So he's out. But then. King says apparently someone's beaten up Austin in the back, so. Number eight is fucking Bradshaw. Blackjack Bradshaw with a big moustache and his dyed fucking hair. Um, number nine, Owen Hart. But he gets taken out on the way down by uh, Double J and uh, Jim Cornette. They're rep- representing the. Uh, NWA. <laughs> fucking NWA. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
Ever tennis Steve Blackman with his cool music. The legit Steve Blackman. The legit bounty hunter, Steve, uh, Steve Blackman. Um, fucking whichever Harris brother it is, there's a pilot driver on Terry Funk in the in the Royal Rumble, of course. So, uh, D'Lo comes out. That's the thing you don't miss about, like with the last one, I don't think it was anyone, there was no multiple people from one faction coming out. That gets a bit, yeah, yeah. like that year you had like five Nexus members and five core members coming out. You hear the same music over and over and over again. Um, the dealer and the Rock start fighting immediately. Kurgan comes out, <laughs> checks out Mosh. Mark Merrill and the Lovely Sable come out next. Kurgan checks out Blackman. Uh, Shamrock goes after Kurgan, and they all work together to take Kurgan out. When did Shamrock come out? Oh, Shamrock come out after uh, Mark Merrow. The notes aren't very good. Not very good, are they? No, no, no. Oh yeah, Shamrock comes out and then he goes after Kurgan. Yeah, Frasher comes out at fifteen. So we're halfway through now. Yeah, yeah. They're mankind. So Foley's out again. He takes out Chainsaw Charlie this time. He did last fucking a bad lot of time. Um, yeah, yeah, he did about so 20 minutes. It is age, 25 minutes. Yeah. Goldust out with new makeup on, he throws out Mankind. Jeff Jarrett with Cornette, Owen comes down and takes him out and then chucks him out. Fucking Honky Top Man. <laughs> I forgot Honky Top Man comes out. And he fucking stays in like the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was in 1998. Bunkers up, man. Uh, but as he's coming out, Triple H is coming out as well in the background with China. Triple H is on crutches. Uh, Rock chucks out Shamrock, and then Triple H and China combine to take out Owen Hart. Amber Johnson comes down with earrings in, which JR notes and doesn't enjoy. Um, Fucking big smiley Mark Henry is 21, and then 22, nobody comes out. Apparently, that was supposed to be Austin's spot, so he's not coming. Uh, Ahmed uh, gets chucked out. Pig Farmer goes and uh, kills a ref. He lands on a fucking referee outside. D-Lo, it's in all the nation guys are like beating each other up. D-Lo's beating up Mark Henry. Uh, 23 is Kama, so all the nation guys are in almost now. Kama was Stafford. Yeah. The human. Um, fighting machine Ahmed Johnson kicks him up the bum on, the, on his way out and kicks him up the bum uh, so all four members does any honky come in come in there or, uh, uh, 24 is then Austin after Mark Henry it, like, fucking, it was not Steve Austin supposed to be it was Skull not coming in was it Ron Harris was unable to complete okay complete. Uh, he came out as after Kama okay Austin comes through the crowd. Yeah. Everybody's waiting for him in the ring. He comes in, chucks out Mara, chucks out Anansi. Tyson Fury is very excited. Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury. Mike Tyson's very excited to see Austin. Another pick fucker comes in. I bet Honky's still in at this point. Honky's in there with Austin in there. Yeah. Uh, Dude, chucks out fucking Henry O. Godwin. But Savio comes out and all the briefers come out then to try and go after Austin. Yeah. And Farouk comes out, so all the nation are in now. But Farouk comes out and goes after The Rock. Yep. They're already, they're kind of still teasing the animosity between Farouk 
And the rock remain. After fruit comes out, the third entry, Dude Love, yeah. comes out. Then you get Brian Lee come out for the last member of the DOA. Yeah. Um, then Vader's out last. Yeah, with all the speculators that Mike Tyson might be last. Uh, yeah. That's my name. Um, as Vader, he gets rid of Honky. <laughs> so, so earlier on in the match, fucking referee Jack Doan was kicked by Phineas Godwin. Yeah. Um, during his elimination and fucking concussed him. <laughs> I saw he took out the ref when he was on his way out. Um, but he said about Vader or the big old stinky nasty jar. I mean, he was famously uh, skull um, smelly. Yeah, but Ron Ron. Harris was not, he was just selling a storyline in. Okay, good. I mean, there was no loss, was there really? No, really. No. Um, Frasher and Karma get out. Karma, Pickfucker out, Savio out, Goldust eliminates Vader. Fuck you know. Chains gets rid of Goldust. Chains, uh, Henry ends up throwing himself out. It's the last four, a dude love Austin. The Rock and Farouk. All the right people from from this era. Yeah, I suppose, if yeah. You're gonna, if you're going to have any, they're, they're all big. We look at everyone else who's been in the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? But it, it's just going to show how... They, they all had big, they all had big fucking parts to play. It's good. At the moment, Farouk and Rock. In a way. And Austin and Dude Love. I think he's underplayed the part that Ron Simmons played in The Rock. Sort of coming up and coming through. He was a good antagonist for The Rock when The Rock was joined the nation. You know, people don't really think of Ron Simmons in WWE as being a... But look at this point, he was obviously up there with the higher echelon of, of people. This is 98. When did he win the world title in WCW? 94? It's four years on from this. 93. 93, five years on from this. So, and he's, because that was, when did he, he met him at one paper against the Undertaker, didn't he, in the fucking main event. So he was still, they got over the blue helmet <laughs> period. And he was still being, uh, treated as a reasonably top level heel so that's the last four so um, Farouk takes out Dude Love so you've got the two, Aust- the two nation members against Austin and Rock's sort of chilling out taking it easy whilst Farouk does all the hard work but then he chucks out uh, Farouk ends up with the two the two stars really and Austin ends up winning and Mike Tyson looks at side and we get quite a quick interview with Mike Tyson, which is then, that's when he says he loves the, uh, loves the Cold Stone. He does love the Cold Stone. And he's not sure about who's going to win the main event. So the main event, really, I mean, fuck, this all started in SummerSlam when uh, it was Taker and Brett for the title and Triple H and HPK was ref and ended up costing Undertaker. That was a a good fucking, because everybody looked pissed off in that thing. Yeah. They did that really well. Him, Bret Hart, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels especially, they all look fucked off with that. Yeah. 
it was really well sold by all three of them. Well, that and it was a nice storyline at the time. It was quite that storyline is kind of the people have tried to pinpoint the start of the fucking attitude area, 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 and they before that match and then the aftermath of that because after that Michael was pretty much turned heel after that match basically so after Summer Sam was kind of where the Attitude Era probably probably started I think um, and then that, I mean yeah going on from that Triple H and HBK became more of a, a unit uh, and they made the game antagonising Undertaker, which led to the match at Bad Blood and the Hell in a Cell where Kane made his debut. Uh, and yeah, that's leading up to this, they, DX were touting they were going to announce Kane as newest member of DX, but then he returned to take out DX and help his brother. So, so we end up here with a casket match for the world title. Yeah, the, the, most of those were just screw jobs anyway isn't it so yeah I don't remember this I remember the match I think most people of our kind of era remember the bad blood for Kane yeah. this match didn't really stick in the in the memory no no but a lot of these matches with the Undertaker didn't around this time no uh, I mean has there been any good casket matches I mean the Undertaker's been in most of them yeah, but a lot of them were just. I think you had a bad record at this point on the taking casket match. And really, generally end up getting chucked in the fucking casket. And, um, but I mean, it's, it's not. I mean, it's not a bad match. Undertaker dominates. Sure, I mean Michaels is. I mean, this is where he takes the bump in this match, doesn't he? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Where he's fucked for a couple the, of years. The, 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 the bad back pump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's still Triple H is on crutches. Um, but he gets involved, trying to get involved. We end up, there's a few times people are in like the casket. Sean Michael drops the elbow on Undertaker, he's in the casket, the ref shuts the door. Yeah. Undertaker drags him back in. Fucking get a ref bump. Nation of Domination, uh, no, the uh, fucking Disciples of Apocalypse and the Baruch was come out to help Shawn Michaels. And the lights go out. And we get Kane come down to rescue his brother. Takes out the jobbers. Shawn Michaels escapes the, the uh, casket though. And then we get the turn. Kane attacks the Undertaker. The turn after like a week of him being on the Undertaker's side. A week later, yeah, he's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. his turn. Um, chokes the middle of the casket and Shawn Michaels wins. Out comes Paul Barrow, locks up the casket. They wheel it up the ramp. Cage comes back with an axe and some petrol and sets fire to the casket. Which should look good, doesn't it? It's a impressive visual. It is, but he'd, he'd sort of... There was a... Thing, some oh yeah, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously not in there, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was, he was still there, but it was. Um, yeah, the Undertaker's burnt alive in the casket. So. Dead. 
dead. Um, he was dead anyway. So we never saw him again. <laughs> we never saw him again. Because yeah, he was. And dead. Then got arre- and got arrested. Yeah, done for murder. Yeah. Um, he he came out last year. Yeah. Um, as a lesbian. Yeah. As a lesbian. Yeah. Um, well, fucking why don't, let's go back to Kane. Like, you're anti-lesbian, aren't you? It's... You hate gay people. Why do you hate gay people? It's one of those things that... Well, why, well tell me about it. But if it's one of those things that you hate gay people, why do you hate gay people? It, it does worry me that the wrestlers that go into so politics... You, it worries you that there's gay people out there. Why, why does it worry you? Why do you hate gay people? Wrestlers... <laughs> why does it worry you that there's gay people out there? I, I'm, I'm, I'm disturbed by this as you mate. I didn't think you were, were this bad, but things that you've been posting and things that you've been saying, and today, obviously, you coming out in last week's show yeah. saying basically that you hated gay people and you were right-wing, like Kane. Yeah. It just disturbed me a lot. So I, I just, for, for the listeners out there, I'd quite like you to just, I'm not going to judge you, because I, I, I'm not judging. I don't judge people, but yeah. I'd like you to tell the listeners why you are right wing okay. and why you hate gay people. Right over to Andy, right. just just to give you, just because it's nothing that I condone, obviously. So whatever racist Nazi bullshit he comes out with now, it's just him. Right, I over to you. At what point do you think? I would say now the majority of wrestlers. Uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about wrestlers. Okay. I'm talking about why you're <laughs> right wing. Yeah. And I'm famously right wing. Right, yeah. Why you yeah. hate gay people? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why do you do that? Yeah. I, 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 I'm quite happy to end my association with Bang Bang Podcast yeah. if I'm not happy with his answer. No. All right. Over to you, right wing Nazi, gay hating Andy. Yeah. Over to you. Yeah. My original point was... Okay. <laughs> at what point do you think... I, I would say now most wrestlers... Uh, it's like a politician, isn't it? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's just not answering the questions. He's not answering anything. I don't he's think just me making saying... Sure, making sure that he just deflects stuff. We've got... You, you've seen his Twitter, his Twitter feed. You've heard stuff on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I think you all are with me in that we need to know answers about why he's so right-wing and why he hates gay people. I, d- I don't think it, it's, an, it, it, it's something to be glazed over, washed over. I don't think it, it's a terrible thing to ask somebody. I, you know me, I'm very liberal. I'm very, I love people, um, generally. I, I'm, I'm just a bit free tank by the fact that I've known him for so long and all this right-wing gay-hating stuff is so new. I think... So I, I just want... To, I'm just... Don't, don't try and sort of wash, it, wash over it. Don't try and deflect it. Don't, don't say all the politician things like, let me be clear. Okay. And things like that. Just tell the listeners... Yeah. Why you're right-wing... And why you hate gays? 
I think me at this point mentioned that I've had multiple gay and lesbian people on the show it would be like oh I've got loads of black mates if I was yeah, yeah, terrible very, racist very, very much yeah, you're, yeah. you're just yeah. coming across like the racist Bill Watts saying well I mean yeah. Junkyard Dog um, my biggest star isn't it yeah to cover the fact my, uh, that you're, you're a racist I've got, I've, I, I have got to tell you that Andy is not right wing <laughs> ten minutes later and, yeah. and not in any way shape or form homophobic no um but I just liked being a cunt. Yeah. That's basically all it yeah. is. Yeah, I think people at home will get the gist of that. <laughs> we didn't hear it repeating four times in the buffet. No, it wasn't so, four times, was it? It was, well, it was, it no. was far more than but, four times. can we go back then to... So why came... are you right-wing? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I imagine the majority of wrestlers they were going to be I, I should imagine yeah. that... Still, because of their clientele, yeah. that more um, wrestlers are still right wing and probably still less tolerant of a gay lifestyle still today. I think the older ones than, might be. Yeah, but I'd still think because of the demographic that it's not a very tolerant what are you space. Fucking- for for yeah. for gay people, they're not good because it, it should. I know, so why don't we want to talk about this fucking stuff? Because no, because it's going to be a fucking issue, and no. it, and it is still. People yeah. like Effie and, yeah. and and people who are right in just saying people are people, and they should do whatever they want, and we should not be fucking yeah. saying anything about anybody's sexual habits. And especially if they're wrestling, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing in life, should it? At all, no, matter, ever, no. at all. Fucking people are people, and they should be able to do and say yeah. and sleep with who the fuck they want. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you love somebody, love is love. Yeah. What? what I told myself what a colleague of mine the other day. Do, she what's says, it to do with anybody else? We got into discussion. She said um, about her partner it was a girl, and I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize you were a lesbian. I was like, that was like, why should why should it? You're right mean, to question yourself, though. Yeah, I was like, what, it's no, fucking mad. Why would you? Why would you limit right, yourself to it? what? It's not even. It's not even a thing. I've got my lanyard. Yeah. I've got fucking badges on there. I've yeah. got fucking care, obviously, because yeah. I've I've worked in care. Yeah. Um, I've got. A, I've had my flu jab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a Joy Division fucking yeah. pin. Um, I, I've got a pin that says Prefect. Yeah. And I've got. That, that I've got a rainbow flag. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Just it, none of this should make any fucking. It shouldn't difference. really be a thing. It doesn't really fucking matter. And, and is it, it really still in this time. Yeah. Makes me fucking angry that it's even an issue. Yeah. You've got. You've got. People questioning, oh, well, are all female footballers gay? It's like, yeah. sort of, no, they're not, but why, why are you even saying yeah. it doesn't matter no. what they are? They're footballers. Mm. You're not saying, you're not saying, is fucking, is Ronaldo gay? No. Is fucking no. Lionel Messi gay? You've only got one out, fully out professional footballer yeah. in this country, which is fucking ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous that it's even so, that these days it's still something that stops people yeah. expressing 
what, but it's what you shouldn't be an issue unless somebody wants to tell it's you what their sexuality is. is which is why it it's all the that. more fucking disappointing yeah. that you're right wing <laughs> and yeah. you're wrong yeah. that, yeah. that people are that people are are still having to feel like they can't come out to family they can't come out to friends they can't come out in the sport their chosen sport that they yeah. make a fucking professional living on yeah I'm I'm a nurse so am I and recently <laughs> yeah. but people 20 years 30 years 40 years 50 years ago yeah. knowing that we were male nurses yeah would have said are oh, you gay yeah 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 I've had that asked, I've asked people asked me before well you look gay <laughs> yeah I know yeah yeah um, it's a compliment but it, though but it's yeah because gay people are normally well dressed which is <laughs> all the more reason why you need to learn how to fucking I'm, 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 iron that shirt I'm hiding it I'm hiding it where you are yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but even it, we're, we're predominantly in a female led industry yeah. So even now people are saying like, oh, well, are you gay? You're yeah. a nurse. You're a male nurse. And yeah. It's like, no, I'm a nurse. Full yeah. stop. End of. What my sexuality is doesn't affect the care I yeah. give, my ability to be a nurse, my my skill as a nurse. Yeah. But we would have had that, wouldn't we? Yeah. If, if especially previously. That shouldn't we be. It shouldn't got, be just for It should be like as, as fucking. You are a thing. It's fucking ridiculous. You are a human being. What difference your sexuality makes to anyone else? Unless oh. you want to t- openly tell people what your sexuality is. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect. And and else if, if anybody said, and if I said I came out and said I am gay. Yeah. And somebody said, "Oh, faggot," I'd have beat them to fucking <laughs> death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's just I I. Uh, in an open society that we are, where yeah. where we have we we have, and kids are so good at this. My yeah. my kids are so good at this. I still struggle. Yeah. My my daughter has has somebody whose pronouns are they them, hmm. and I still struggle with they because yeah. to me, an old man, yeah, they is plural. Yeah. It's it's because I'm going by the laws of fucking yeah. grammar, but they do it so naturally and so easily. Yeah, and we've got to be more like that because they're not judgmental in the most part. They're not. Well, I'm sure if you get it wrong, I'm not going to go off oh, for fuck's sake, like no, massively no. offended. No, but but if if I think and my kids are all fucking very people would describe them as woke. Yeah. Um, I would, I would describe them as being sympathetic to what's around them. I think yeah. they're they're very, they're very non-judgmental and they're very open. Anyone who uses like the that. phrase "work" is a fucking cunt. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The right wing use the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We use the words. Well, I just don't. Differentiate between people. No, uh, that's that's how it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's but the point for anything you don't. My, my, my kids are very are very open to that, and they're very they don't see race, they don't see colour, they yeah. don't see sexuality. They're very accepting of people being people. Yeah, and I think that's 
fucking amazing, and that's the, the one thing that you, the kids today, yeah. have got going for them. Yeah. The fact that that is now their default position. Yeah. So when old cunts like me and people from your generation, yeah. slightly less old cunts, yeah, but are still hooked up in all that fucking racism and sexism yeah. and gender gender politics and, and all that pointing at people and saying you're a cunt, you're this, you're that. When we're gone, actually, there's there's a lot of hope yeah. for people because yeah. this generation that's currently growing up through that don't see any of that. No. And that's... It's a good thing. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it gives me... It gives me a lot of hope. As somebody who's grown up Basically, accepting all those, you know, the, the, when I was a punk, I yeah. was a very, uh, when I was young and a punk, it was a very dangerous thing to fucking do, mm. is to look different from other people, and you get beat up in the street for it, or yeah. you get people try and attack you, and when we were growing up through being punks, there were two forms of there were two areas of of bristol society that would just go come on be be with us be part of us and we'll we'll we accept you yeah and that was the jamaican population of bristol yeah and the gay population of bristol yeah so i i grown up pretty much as a punk from about 12. Yeah. Seeing that there is no race and there is no nothing wrong in your sexual persuasion because mm. those people were the people that opened their arms up to us. Yeah. To say actually everything's good, everything's all right, come and be with us. Yeah. We accept you. And it's uh, it, I'm 59 this year, so I'm, I'm getting towards my 60th year. Yeah. And I've had to put up with all that for, for decades. Yeah. And it's only in the last sort of 10, 15 years that kids from that generation have just sort of not seen any of that mm. as, a, as an issue. They're, no. more, they're more now of the way I was brought up and where I was as a, as a punk rocker back in the day. Yeah. That's now their default position. They yeah. don't see, but they've, they've got one better because they don't see, they don't see gender bias. They don't see any of that, do they? It's just, yeah. so it does give me a lot of hope for the future because all of our kids see all that and they're not bothered by any of it. No. When we die, we're, we're the things that are dragging much, things yeah. down, aren't we? Yeah. Maybe we've we've now got like a ground zero, and we've got like that generation, ten years, twenty years, because yeah. politicians are getting younger. We've actually possibly got a chance to be a little bit more open, a little bit more tolerant, a little bit more accepting yeah. of, of people that aren't. And aren't like us, but maybe we've got a chance because 
that won't matter and that won't be a thing. People will just be people. Yeah. And with me calling you a bald cunt, yeah. calling me a ginger cunt. There'll be none of that. There'll be like, we'll all be. You'll just be a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll all be they, them. Yeah. And then nothing will matter and then those pronouns won't be a thing. And it's just. So you're right. I'm, I'm slightly hopeful for the future. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, Twitter won't be a thing. Yeah. Because that's where most of the hate is. Yeah. Yeah. But why mm. are you right wing? I know, yeah. And yeah. hate gays. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back to that. We'll go back to that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I think that concludes. Uh, right. I haven't had a rant for years, have I? Well, Probably, no, 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 not this year, no. No, because we've been doing an episode and a half, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. But I haven't had a rant for a long time. No, like no. That. Sorry. Sorry, people, but um, I do feel passionate about it. Yeah. Um, what are we doing next week? Probably something a bit less contentious, probably. Probably a bit easier. This probably. was the very contentious, wasn't it? Probably, <laughs> probably, probably just a superstars from back in the day. We'll talk about the Berserker beating a jobber. Yeah. And then Repo Man beating a jobber. And then probably earthquake beating a jobber. Yeah. It'd be much easier, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, to talk yeah. about people beating jobbers. And oh, and there was a hilarious bit where um, Mr. Fuji and and um, Bobby Brayheenan had a a hilarious interview. Mm. So let's let's probably do something. Yeah. Like that. That'd hey, probably be easier, wouldn't it? It means a lot. I. Th- it, it, around about this time in the evening we're on the second recording of the night and we're getting to the end of the second recording and I had a few drinks and um, I do appreciate the, the meet up last week what with all your racist but they, um, homophobic friends most of them walk in and said like a lot of them do podcasts they said they wouldn't probably wouldn't have done their podcast with them for us and yeah I know you fucking but We've, I think we've inspired a few people to, to be creative. That's never a bad thing, is it? No. Never a bad thing. I think that people enjoy this and the... Well, the the true mark of our influence, yeah. though, is when we get two Vietnamese people yeah. doing a wrestling podcast in a Bristolian... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about Bristol City. That will be... Yeah. I mean, go over there and, and guest on their podcast. Um, but it means a lot um, for the support you've had through the years. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It is nice. And people that go through issues themselves that, that poke their heads above the parapet because we might have yeah. encouraged them to do that. And we are generally, uh, he's on, you can, you can fucking DM him if you want, if you want to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. He might not get back to you. But uh, and oh, wait, I'm, nice. I'm always there, so if you want to have a chat about it, and like we talk, we've spoken about some fucking serious stuff at various points over the last two episodes so um, and we are both registered nurses <laughs> you're loving this though, yeah, yeah yeah so different people send pictures of their fucking wounds and stuff to me so wounds Ted. Okay, not, not wounds no, no right oh no no um, but yeah we're always there for a chat and it does mean a lot and um, thanks You'll um, get you'll you'll not find somebody that fucking champions causes as as vehemently as I do. No. Um, when when I've got my head in there, I will fucking beat people to death for people. So yeah. 
And we, we do have a lot of listeners of various fucking groups and persuasions and so I, I like to think we are I like I get to see the statistics and we got people from all sorts of fucking I'm, I'm, I'm a champion ages the disenchant disenchanted yeah I'm um, yeah I, I I will I will make myself available for people to talk things through if they want to talk because I've had a lot of experience yeah he's quite old I am old. Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, oh. But why Yeah. are you right-wing? I know, yeah. And yeah. why do you hate gay people? Um, what should we finish with then? Can, can you remember that? Top 40 from 1965. Um, I think we'll go for Len Barry, one, two, three. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice. It's a good choice. Len Barry, the uh, lorry driver slash... Uh, Blue-eyed soul singer from the fucking 1965. It's a great um, blue-eyed soul pop song. Again, um, Barry, one, two, three. And we'll be back next week and and weeks ahead. So yeah, we we've got we've got no plans. We've got no mates. It's nice to be back. So yeah, um, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy Royal Rumble. Um, happy Royal Rumble. Happy Rumble for next year. Happy Happy Attitude Era, and we'll catch you all in a couple of weeks. Um, well, next week, we'll we'll see we'll see what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, take care. Enjoy Len Barry. Nobody knows if anyone actually knew Len Barry. Well, Glenn Abbott will know Len Barry. It's Glenn's. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a yeah, pop song. It's a good song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for putting up with me berating Andy. It's fine. He, he's not right wing. He doesn't no. hate gay people. No. Even even though he does. Right. All right. Cheers then. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Take it.